You are listening to the We Are Better Men podcast. The views and opinions expressed on the Better Men podcast are those of the host. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm at this interesting point in my life. Um, lots happening. Uh, career, business, health. We're coming out of the pandemic. Um, been working on a lot of projects, you know, just, just keeping really busy. Um, a lot of personal, uh, personal things that I'm, I'm working on, you know, scaling my life. I like to call it, uh, you know, not, you know, realizing that that a little bit less margin on, on business initiatives, um, and, and doing a lot less work and just kind of directing it is, is become my, my priority in life, which is kind of shifting my mentality. I think throughout the pandemic in 2020, I really buckled down and, you know, I'd, I'd work, I'd, you know, hit the office, come home, spend time with my kid, get my kid to bed, work, repeat, repeat, repeat. And I'm sure a lot of you guys listening to this were in similar states. Um, and, and I kind of eased up a little bit on that and, and, you know, I trusted the process and things actually ended up going much better for me. And, and, you know, I learned a valuable lesson. I'm thankful for my coaches and, and things like that. Um, but I've been doing a lot of reflecting because, uh, you know, I've mentioned a few times on this podcast in my twenties, in my early twenties specifically, but started about 18 and went to about, till I was about 26 or seven. And I was a hip hop artist. I, um, I, you know, I, I made rap music. I made hip hop music. Um, not like wannabe gangster 50 cent type rap music. It was, uh, kind of like alternative hip hop. Uh, you know, if you if you're familiar with another group from Vancouver called the Swollen Members, um, kind of similar to them, very different, but just in terms of, of of the type of beats and things like that we used and 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 the shows we put on. But I think more important than to me in my career and my growth and my personal growth than than being a hip hop artist, you know, getting to tour parts of the world and you know all over our our country and and also you know work with artists from all over the states. Some of the you know my my biggest. Um, some of the artists I was massive fan of, you know, I got the opportunity to sit down with and, you know, break bread and, and make music in some cases. And, you know, it was life changing. But aside from that, there was this whole aspect of business. And I, I created this record label called Up In Your Basement Records. Um, I don't know how, how I come up with these names. I I'm, I was probably like 19 and, or 20 and I came up with that and it just, boom, I loved it. And I still love it. I got it tattooed on my arm actually recently, the big gas mask logo. But we... um. You know, I, I started this business and, you know, a little bit of it was putting out records and, you know, paying for, for distribution and paying to get albums pressed and getting them out there. And, and it, that went okay. I, you know, I always made a profit, a little profit because, um, you know, we weren't moving thousands and thousands of units. We were moving like, you know, we'd, we'd press 2,000 and sell 1,700, um, you know, 1,700 at 10 bucks a pop. You can do the math. There was costs involved, of course. Um, but, but. You know, and then got into digital distribution and getting music on iTunes and all that. But if you don't know much about that business, you know, the, the artists do not make a lot of money when you stream something on Spotify. Sometimes it's point like zero 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 three cents per stream. But I got into creating shows and building 
building a platform for shows. And, you know, I had two open mic nights in Vancouver running, uh, one in partnership with, with, with a homegirl back then who, who did a lot of business with me and she was an artist. Um, another one I ran at these kind of dive bars, weekly events. And, you know, it was like $2.50 to get in, come in and get, uh, jump on the mic and just people rapped and drank beer. It was a good time. And then I was also bringing up artists from the States and, and putting on shows. I, you know, I was probably doing a show a month um, in some cases, I remember I had so many shows going on on a weekend that my job was literally just driving across Vancouver three or four times to three or four different venues um, just to make sure everything was going all right. And it was all cash. And, you know, it wasn't massive amounts of money, but, you know, some, the artists got a little bit of money. They got an opportunity to sell CDs and, excuse me, and do a show. Yeah, and, and, and it became this thing. UIYB Records was a, 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 a local statement, a local foundation for, for mid-level hip-hop shows. And I've been reflecting a lot about that as I'm starting to get back into the, the music business, just a, you know, a little bit, dipping my feet with some partners and things. Um, but what I learned, you know, working with bar managers, promoters, artists, you know, you'd have kids that were making music in their mom's basement and they had, because they had 50,000 listens on MySpace, they thought they were the, the next Drake back then. Um, and just the things they demand for a show that had like 30 people in the audience, it was crazy. Um, but just all those things I learned doing up contracts quickly and having no legal support or idea, um, you know, building websites, running online ads. And back then, you know, this is 2004, 2005. It was very different. Um, you know, if it was like it was now, I think I could probably could have done even better. But but just all those things I learned connecting with artists across the world and building tours out. And, you know, we put an artist, uh, you know, across 40 states in the states. Uh, at one point and, and helping manage all that was just crazy. But now as I'm in business and really focused on that aspect of my career and my life, I'm, I think back to those times and I'm like, holy, I learned a lot. And that developed a lot of what I'm good at and a lot of what I'm not good at. And I learned a ton of lessons. And, you know, I think the reason why I want to jump on here and just kind of talk through it a little bit was don't discount or what I've learned is don't discount those things in your life and from your past, negative or positive extreme or non-extreme that you learned from and you might not even know or, or realize that you learned a lot from in this current in moment um whether it's a relationship a job um a project you worked on you know anything it, it could have been a trip whatever the case may be don't discount the value that those bring to your life and how they impacted your brain and your mind and, and your soul um as as you grew because Everything contributes to exactly who you are now. And, and even if it was a negative experience, um, there's an interesting concept about our brains where, where, and how I kind of depict it and define it is that our brains are lazy, you know, even though we're not lazy. So don't take it as, as something you need to defend and say that, you know, I'm not lazy, but our brains are lazy and, and, you know, they, they hold storage and the, the, the brain doesn't want to work hard to hold those memories in that storage. So what, what is it? Uh, what does it attempt to acquire easily to keep in that storage? And th that's negative, um, negative uh, experiences and things like that, because it's the emotional impact that those had to you um, triggered, you know, far more science in your brain in emotions and response uh, than, than a lot of your positives. So it's just easier for your brain to go, yep, and bank that in the storage. And now it's a memory. Um, you know, I have like four or five throughout my music life just as a, an example that were not good experiences but that I can remember like they were yesterday um, and then of course if you think about your own life and in the in the 
your, the longevity or the length of your life and you go back as far as you can remember, a lot of the memories you have, you know, you'll have some good ones because they triggered a lot of emotion as well. But but you'll have a lot um, of, of negative ones. And I think that's why a lot of people are like, wow, my life was shit. Um, because most of the memories you hold in that storage bank are, are negative. But if you're interested in learning more about that, you can you can actually just check out a, a past uh, podcast episode. But but yeah, so I just want to I just want to throw this out there. Don't discount what you've been through. Um, don't ever. And don't discount every memory you have and everything you've tried because it can all contribute to who you are today and who you're going to be tomorrow. Peace.